this is Jen, and welcome back to <laughs> Paranormal.chat. And I'm here with my brother, Eric, and my boyfriend, Jesse. Say hi, guys. What's happening? Hey, how's it going? And uh, this is going to be the 20th episode, and today we're going to be talking about Skinwalker Ranch. Um, just so you know, ahead of time, this is actually going to be a two-part episode, and Eric is pretty much going to be taking the lead on this just because this is his jam, and clearly... He wants to talk a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is there. Well, I mean, aside from just the fact that there is so much to unpack. So much. Yeah, there so is so much. So much to unpack. I'm probably so going to go off accounts. into so many tangents. <laughs> I, I'm already telling you guys it's it's going to go into. See, and, and you know, you like like we had mentioned before the episode, you, you had taken a lot of notes on the actual Skinwalker Ranch. But what a lot of people don't know is that this area was active far before anything happened on skinwalker ranch like the the history of this area is just it's deep that sounds kind of scary just because of the little bit that i have seen i keep seeing drawings whenever i google skinwalker ranch and like i see creepy ass drawings and like are those the native drawings no i don't think so it's just like mainly the cryptids i think she sees yeah i think so because like they don't look human like or anything but they Mm, look spooky mm. as fuck okay yeah, uh, I don't think I've seen these, but uh, I know Google. that uh, <laughs> the natives in the area, I mean, that that's like really a part of the lore and their culture and stuff like that. And we'll get into that in this episode. Yeah. It's going to be it's going to be thick, like <laughs> Cardi B thick. Dang. <laughs> but <laughs> I had a joke, but I'm not going to do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> We're already on thin ice with the, the John Jay joke. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but uh, just a quick reminder, you can find us on Podbean, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Uh, make sure to leave us a good rating. It helps us when you do that. Uh, it just helps more people see us. Um, make sure you leave a good review also. Um, just share away... And you can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Our handle's paranormal.chat. And the best way to contact us is through our email, which is letschatparanormal at gmail.com. And you can email us there to be on the show. You could either type in your story and one of us will read it. Or we can set up a Zoom meeting. Yeah. And just so you know, they wanted me to mention this, that my mom helped me write my intro. (laughs) support we have a great support we system we really do <laughs> oh too bad she goofed it up the first time <laughs> <laughs> uh, also um by the time this comes out this is my mom's birthday weekend my mom turns i don't know what i never tell a lady's yeah, age. okay i'm sorry well that. on sunday september 6th is my mom's birthday she's like one week literally after me and then one week after her is my son who's turning two but anywho, no breaks, no, no breaks, breaks whatsoever. <laughs> I'm I'm working overtime so that he can have some like extra goodies for his birthday. <laughs> yeah, I think we we have expanded our family enough to where like the, our overall family that we have one in every month. It really because what like just that. like two weeks ago it was Caleb. Yep, my boy. So or, well, in August it's literally like caleb david um oh god or well i guess it's not family but then i also have my friends it's javi genevieve and uh i was it sid no it wasn't sid it was david any hoosers yeah kind of going off topic yeah there's so many august birthdays 
you just stop having sex in what is it december or november what? no <laughs> <laughs> no no just whatever just have more protected sex how about that that yeah <laughs> the well, stop making babies is what you should have said <laughs> there, yeah, there you go sex. what's wrong with you <laughs> sorry back, back to the show guys. Yeah, <laughs> this is the new message of paranormal.chat learn your intro how about that boy <laughs> <laughs> so anyways before we get into it uh any spooky updates no no spooky updates aside from damn near getting killed off a of military what happened after that's normal <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah well i guess that is kind of normal no, the whole thing that happened on military, the 10 people shot. And what stuff. the fuck? You I were the one who was asking if I was all right. Well, Jesse woke me up in the middle of the night <laughs> to message you if you were all right. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, I was okay. Yeah, and I fell back asleep. But even dad was all like, so where was this shooting? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, from what we heard, it was it was on military and then it kind of got near our house. Yeah, it was like a chase, right? Yeah, yeah, so... Yeah, never a dull moment on good old military, old 13. South side. But any hoosers. Um, all right. Well, then let's get into it. All right. So today we're diving into the area that probably by definition would be the prime example of high strangeness, right? Running the full gamut of activity from UFO sightings to strange lights to orbs, cryptids, and even cattle mutilation. This even attracted the U.S. government, in part due to all the activity in this area. I mean, they, the, the DOD, right, the Department of Defense, because of this area, started funding an actual program to uh, identify UFOs, right? Like, they, they, <laughs> they felt that, A, they were either leaving tech on the table, or two, or B, uh, that this could possibly be a threat to the U.S. So, I mean, they, they actually started... <clears throat> something in 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 due part to Skinwalker Ranch I in this area. It was called the Blue Something Book Blue Project. Book Project. Blue Book, is it? They have the show. Remember, I was trying to watch it, and you're all this. Yeah, is stupid. it's with J. Allen Hynek. I mean, uh, that's yeah. And that was another question that I always wanted to ask myself during the, my investigate or my research into all of this, is that this area was active during J. Allen Hynek's investigations into all the other accounts that he was doing. Why didn't he go to this area? But I couldn't come up with a, a legitimate answer. Uh, not that I what did wasn't curious. It's just I didn't have time because there was so much to focus on this episode. Because as you'll see just this, in this one episode, there is a lot to unpack. This area is rich with lore. Uh, it's steeped in deep history with the the conflicting tribes in the area it's it's gonna be a lot yeah the rich navajo land exactly all right exactly is just, so is it just navajos well no. it's part of the navajo nation that right. uh, carried from there all the way to other extremely paranormal sites yeah so uh it's the two conflicting tribes were the utes and the uh, navajo but we'll get to that right now skinwalker ranch or sometimes referred to as the Gorman Ranch, the Sherman Ranch is an expansive land stretching 480 acres in the Utah Basin, bordering the Ute Indian Reservation. So I got to note that it was until the Gormans and their accounts that brought this place into the light in the 90s, uh, attracting attention of multimillionaires, which is probably one of my heroes, is good old fucking Robert Bigelow. He was a multimillionaire that made his money off of the Budget Suites Inns. Yeah, so, I mean, he, he, in his time with Skinwalker Ranch, probably pumped 
the most private money into it. I mean, there's there's even and we'll we'll get into it in the next episode. Uh, he put in so much of his own private money because he loved this stuff that even in an interview, he's quoted as saying like or uh, like the the yeah. inner the interviewer asked him like what what do you think that people think about you like what what does he it did, bother you? He and did not care. He was titillized by yeah, it. Yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, he literally I think quoting almost is like I don't give a fuck. I know there's something out there and I've seen it. Right, so oh yeah. I have a question. Is he still alive? <gasps> yes, he is. Oh, so uh, that's super you'll, cool. Yeah, you'll see later that he actually sells the ranch to a uh, mysterious figure. Oh, right. Okay. Well, and, uh, I think every single, basically every single transaction that I know of, other than uh, what are what's the couple that actually leads the investigation? Uh, the or couple that, or the the people who the live people there. who live there. Oh, uh, it was uh, so they the Gormans, right? Yeah, uh, but that's a pseudonym. Yeah, uh, but everybody else, private, basically, they yeah. don't want yeah. anything to yeah. do with. Yeah, uh, and that's actually true. And we'll get into that history in the next episode, uh, because they were really like old school type of people and uh this nonsense didn't didn't carry any weight in their life right like they they always said that nothing happened whether or not that's true is a different story right so um it wasn't yeah the the multi-millionaire and a host of characters and investigators that would later join to kind of document and see what they can find at skinwalker ranch but the history of this area goes farther back and is steeped in conflict, betrayal, and blood. That's believed to all lend itself to what may be happening here. And this is exactly where we must begin if we are fully to grasp what is going on in this area, right? The earliest documented sightings date back to 1776 when two Franciscan priests, and Antanasio Dominguez and Silvestri de la Escalante, were on expedition to find a safe route from Santa Fe to Monterey when they witnessed something strange. Father Escalante describes on one night while at their campfire, they witnessed a strange, stranger than normal ball of fire shoot across their camp overhead, right? They didn't know what it was. Uh, and that was the earliest documented site. It's during this time that two tribes were conflicting over territory and other things, right? The Utes and the Navajo. The arrival of the Spanish explorers and white settlers further increased the tensions throughout the time as well. One of the more important turning points during the Utes' history uh, to the dismay of the Navajo was the Spanish introducing the Utes to the horse, right? And you may be thinking, like, this this is nothing, right? It's, no, it's a it's horse. A, it's a big thing. It's a huge thing, right? Hell, I mean, even the Utes confused the horses for dogs. They thought they were just overgrown big dogs. Old dogs. Yeah, big old dogs. <laughs> big old wolfers. <laughs> So, uh, again, you, you'd just be like, well, it's a horse, right? But after training them and learning to ride, this gave them the advantage. Like game a changer. Huge, yeah, it's a game changer. It's a huge advantage for the Utes in battle. And this leads to increased raids on Navajo tribes and villages, right? Essentially, I guess, setting like a cavalry for them, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, this, is, this is huge for them. So, uh, again, they're raiding these villages and Navajo tribes. Uh, and this allows them to get into selling, trading of slaves, right? Just another thing in our history to say <laughs> we've done, which is terrible, right? Mm -hmm. It's just terrible. Uh, later, the Utes further increased tensions by siding with the states during the Indian War. Yeah. <clears throat> by doing this, all of the other tribes in the area were now looking at the Utes as betrayers, yeah. right? Like they... 
they were pretty much like anytime they were seen they were just seen as bad people yeah, <laughs> which like, is <laughs> i can't crazy. imagine like they're like you're like kind of one of us dude like what are you doing well i, I felt that they i think they might have felt that they owed more to them by introducing them to all this new technology or resources i guess yeah and and it's true because i mean uh they did they traded a lot with the spanish explorers or settlers that would come into the area uh yeah so i i, I could see where other tribes were coming from mm-hmm. kind of ostracizing them making them uh the enemy i guess right uh so they were considered betrayers and for their acts committed against their native peoples, it was said that the Navajos placed a curse on the Utes, right? And the name of that curse was the Curse of the Skinwalker. To give a brief description of a skinwalker, the skinwalker is essentially a witch who uses its abilities to shapeshift into any animal of its choosing, but more commonly a wolf or a dog. It said while in animal form, skinwalker is abnormally large with glowing red eyes like coals and looking like a twisted version of the animal, right? Uh, its abilities don't just stop there, though. It also has the ability to control minds, but this requires a huge sacrifice, right? This requires the skinwalker to actually sacrifice a member of their family. So it has to be a close member of their family in order to acquire this power, uh, and then they feast on the flesh, right? <laughs> so you also got to understand that this is like a high offense in Navajo culture. Like, Can it's... No, to, to essentially bring that curse upon, like, the skinwalker, because usually they're mainly healers. So, yes. I, essentially, I guess what you would say is they, they heal, but this is, like, black magic. So, this is, like, your last resort where you can't civically solve it. Like, I guess how they would mm-hmm. do it, talk amongst tribes or have some kind of war. This is, yeah. like, this is... They're playing dirty, basically. No, this is, like, we're literally using... So, this would be, like, taboo. Right. Like okay. this would be what would be a good example? It's it's just it's it's not supposed to happen. This I is guess not something that should be done. Like using uh like what what's out loud now? Mustard gas or something like that? Oh it's yeah, okay. Yeah, I get what like you're that. saying. It's it's like, like this is just inhumane. Yeah. This is this okay. is crazy, right? <clears throat> uh so again, this is a high offense in Navajo culture. You you do not kill your family and then you do not eat of, of their flesh. Going uh, into, into Wendigo ter- territory. Pretty much. Oh, that's basically what I thought this was. So I was like, is a Wendigo a skinwalker? Uh, but mm-hmm. I think the Wendigo differs in some ways. Oh, okay. Uh, because this is more of... So, like, the Wendigo, I believe, is supposed to be some type of... And uh, maybe this is just the best way that I can describe it. But it sh- it's kind of like a zombie, right? But... Uh, it's like... Uh, I think how it goes is... <coughs> Uh, if you eat human flesh in that sacred land that's around that area, you become a Wendigo. Well, see, I, like I know that wer- that's what it is, thing. is that it it uh, basically loses its mind, right, is the, uh, the Wendigo. I think that's the way it differs, right? But this is like an act of participating uh, act with as far as the Skinwalker goes, right? It's it's choosing to do these things to acquire these uh, these powers. And Jesse was right when he said that it's the opposite of a of like a, a shaman, but they were called medicine men, right? And they were u- the 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 skinwalkers would use their abilities in the opposite ways. It was always for nefarious purposes, right? Uh, so if you were unfortunate enough to actually witness a skinwalker, they'd stop at nothing to kill you, right? 
And uh, I'd actually like to hear why you why you would think that. Why about the Wendigo? No, no, about the Skinwalker. Why they would just not stop at trying to kill you once they witnessed you as a Skinwalker? Uh, do you think it's like something like you can infect somebody else? No, no. You're oh. you're kind of close though. I don't know, because that's the only reason that I can think of. So, if you witness the skinwalker, and you can identify that person, <gasps> oh, they die, right? So, they would stop at nothing to make sure that you're dead. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. And and uh, from the, the little bit of stories that I've read, it's pretty relentless. And you basically have a supernatural wolf chasing you oh, just shit. at all times trying to kill you just because the powerhouse of yeah pure <laughs> it's like basically a supernatural terminator oh my <laughs> yeah, god pretty much you're fucked yeah so uh it's pretty intense right uh but again if you can identify them before then you're good you killed them right but uh the weapon of choice is a very interesting one right because we kind of have something like it today so it's not far-fetched to believe that this isn't something that could have existed back then right their weapon of choice was something called corpse powder and what it was was they would go up to their victim blow this powder in their face and what would happen is your tongue would swell it would turn black and then the convulsions would start to happen and then ultimately death right but we do have something like that it's the zombie powder and I think it has like a, a base chemical of like scopolamine or something like that, where it makes you highly suggestive and stuff. You, they they use this to like kidnap tourists in other countries. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. So uh, that sounds like really fucking scary, but also like. Um, I believe. Uh, oh my God, a Serpent in the Rainbow, right? I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, what is that? You've never seen Serpent in the Rainbow? No, I've never Not seen Serpent in the Not everybody has watched all of these random obscure <laughs> movies. Just well, so. it's essentially a movie that entails a man going into, I believe, some kind of island in Haiti. Okay. And they hit him with that powder and they bury him and bring him back. Huh. Uh, it's... Um, it's a really good movie. I mean, it's every all every single aspect that you got in it. It's got you know everything. I man, I can't believe y'all guys have never seen Serpent in the Rainbow. <laughs> I'm sorry to disappoint, sir. I'm just gonna say Jesse's always disappointed at movies that I have not seen, and then we'll look and I'll be like, I was literally four. That when doesn't that mean came you out. couldn't watch it later on. Why am I gonna watch yeah. some fucking <laughs> random Keanu Reeves movie? I was talking about Chain Reaction, by the way. Which is a very good movie. <coughs> I won't disagree. It is. Uh, yeah. And, you know, considering you have your strange little kiss dream, <laughs> I don't know why. Why is he coming back up in this? <laughs> you know what? Let's continue. <laughs> <laughs> He's all listening to going, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot. I wanted to download an Owen Wilson soundboard and oh, I forgot. Oh, yes. <laughs> wow. I'm going to do that while you talk. <laughs> oh, God. So uh, it said that practicing skinwalkers were uh, said to gather and congregate wearing skin pe uh, skins and pelts of the animals, right? Trying to perfect the behavior, right? So they would gather and I guess give tips on uh, how they can be a better bear or you be know a what? better. I'm just going to say this and it's going to piss people off. Furries. Yes, this yes. is like so a they're furry essentially, convention. Well, they're essentially fucking skinwalkers. Oh, not really, because whenever I think of furries, I think of them like 
building their own characters. Like, it's me as a dog <laughs> or me as whatever it is. But why do they always have six packs? I don't know. But <laughs> yeah, these are shit. these are Native Americans literally trying to perfect the imitation of the animal that they're being. They're not trying to, like, wear a baseball cap while they're the wolf. They're not trying to, like, have uh, Tommy Hilfiger jeans or, you know, cool necklaces. They're essentially trying to be as bloodthirsty murderers of an animal yeah. as possible. Or I guess use their human, uh, I guess, intellect to be more ruthless, yeah, essentially. Yeah. Uh, and so all of this is good conversation, right? Because... Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you really did download that that soundboard, didn't you? There's a bunch of buttons on there. Oh, my God. I'm going to get a MIDI controller and we can download. Oh, my God. There's Just a bunch of wow buttons. There's 39 versions. <laughs> but, yeah, there's wow. like 39. Yeah, there's like a whole bunch of different wows. That <laughs> Anyways, I'm sorry. We're getting off track. I'm sorry. So, again, right, to get back on track, uh, they would congregate to, to kind of, I guess, give tips and hints on how to be a better bear or a better dog or a better wolf or whatever. But, mm -hmm. like I said, this is all good conversation, right? <laughs> Because I read an interesting article that proposed an interesting theory. So uh, one investigator or researcher actually proposed the article that maybe this was early diagnosis or non-diagnosis of clinical lycanthropy. I don't know what that is. So clinical lycanthropy is basically a person who believes that they can transform into any animal. But right. I thought oh. it was where they have like that extreme body hair. Oh no 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 no! That's that's uh, you know like the Wolfman of Mexico. Yeah, they have like actual like 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 So I I actually looked it up and I didn't see anything about excessive body hair or any like like vestigial uh, effects to to make it look like this. It was only a mental state like that I read. Psychologically, oh okay. yeah, it was oh. only a mental state. So they believe that they like change into yes. That so I guess like uh, like the lizard guy who thought he was a lizard or whatever. I didn't or know there was a lizard guy. Yeah, the guy. Well, I mean, he's a circus attraction. Oh, uh, the Enigma guy. Yeah, whatever his but name is. I want to say that I would view it completely different as I guess in in their aspect of Native Americans because. They get endowed with like an animal name or something. From oh like yeah, or like a spirit animal yeah, or something, so or a spirit I, guide. I think it's something like you know, where you follow like the way that it is, like all its noble traits of the animal that you're. Oh, this is true. Yeah, so, this is cool. You know, I, I, I'm viewing it that way, not as in like you want to be like a dog and like. Mine is clearly a sloth. <laughs> I'm just saying. They just don't want to be a dog and like live in their mama's basement and watch anime. I, I don't I don't think that's what these Native Americans were striving yeah. for. Whoever thinks that a dolphin is their like spirit animal and needs to be put in a clinic real quick. <laughs> I won't agree or disagree that. with that yeah, comment. I'm but not, I'm not gonna say anything. Dolphins are rad though, but you shouldn't try to be a dolphin. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Wait, where where are y'all laughing? Because they like terrify me. I just think that like the dolphin is gonna well, rape me. Yeah, that's what I yes, was exactly. Well, that's what I'm saying. Well, I mean, <laughs> aside from the rapiness, you know, they are. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's not nearly loud enough. You're not putting the mic on the. You're not putting it on the mic enough. Wow. 
That one's a loud one. Yeah. But you can't really tell. There's music in there. Sorry. I'm going to download them. I mean, I'm going to go buy a MIDI controller and we can hook it up to this and you can download as many fucking wows as I'm you gonna want. I'm going to put wow and just, I'm going to put like, bazoing. <laughs> It's good. We're gonna turn into that cheesy. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> this is where I am taking paranormal touch. <laughs> <laughs> I know our host is driving us into the ground. I'm sorry. Anyways, continue. <laughs> and you, he, but she looks up down upon the Billy Madison show, which is essentially I, what she's tur- trying I to turn hate, it into. I hate Billy Madison show so bad. But anyways, yeah. Sometimes their their comedy is. Uh, the little way out there too like, wow. it's too forced for me sometimes yeah yeah I'll agree. and they're sexist as fuck but yeah. let's continue yeah. <laughs> before i go on a rant okay okay yeah let's get back <laughs> on topic so uh basically this is all the information that we can get right and i don't mean that uh like over exaggeratingly i mean that is pretty much like the general gist of what we have about skinwalkers because as i mentioned before skinwalkers is a very taboo subject to yeah, to Nate talking to uh, Native Americans. Though. Yeah, they don't even talk. They don't talk about it amongst themselves, let alone outsiders, right? So uh, like juju. The, yeah. So the 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 information that we do got is, uh, I would have to assume to like people marrying into the tribe, and then maybe hearing bits and pieces here and there, and then you know like telling it later. But very hard to get any information on skinwalkers. I want right? to say it might have been some of the generational uh, kids no, that, that went yeah, into that's it, true. you know, that uh, still had connections to the tribe and, oh, yeah. you yeah. know, weird stuff was happening and they're like, oh, crap, this I, is probably... I kind of want to say, I heard like a... a it must have been one of these podcasts like that I listened to about like their encounter with the skinwalker and mm-hmm. like what they did and whatnot and oh yeah and and i'm not saying that there aren't uh stories of encounters or eyewitness accounts Just but that information like yeah what, like what, on what, what makes a skinwalker it, uh, yeah you know, mm-hmm. what kind of rituals you know yeah, is it a certain all of circumstance are you born into it yeah you know? all of that is is uh very taboo so it's not something that we can easily just did you just hear that Oh, it was my finger. Sorry. Oh, I was gonna say, what the fuck? That's not I like accident. A dog. I accidentally rubbed the microphone. Yeah, maybe we should get the pop filter. I for told you. you. Sorry. <laughs> she tries to eat the mic every once in a while. My sh- so before this episode, she got very upset with us because we said that she did not have <laughs> mic etiquette. So she decided she was gonna yeah. pop into the mic a lot. Anyways, I don't understand why you got so upset <laughs> because I was because we were just talking about how I couldn't be a haunted ghost tour person. <laughs> what I think I can, you know what? I'm just gonna apply and go for it. So, like, let, let's say you're giving a ghost tour of uh, oh my god, the, the lady that would uh kill the young women and bathe in their blood. Oh, Elizabeth Bathory, yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> like. I can imagine you doing your spiel and then just be like, this bitch crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't think you could be. That's true. Yeah. And especially, I think I would probably get drunk before I was supposed <laughs> to do it. I, I could just imagine the Yelp review. So there's some it was okay weird girl. Up until she started using an Owen Wilson soundboard <laughs> while she explained stuff. She lost us there. It Two was stars. okay until she referred to the Black Widow as a WAP. <laughs> That's how she lured her victims, and she said it was a WAP. I thought it was a WAP. <laughs> oh, God. 
Wap, wap, doesn't matter. Two, two star review. I saw a couple of white claws in her purse. <laughs> <laughs> this is my first white claw, and I'm just gonna say right now, I am not as fucked up. I'm not even like slightly buzzed, and I'm upset, and I, I haven't had carbs today. <laughs> oh God. So. <laughs> Zero Somewhere. stars. Zero stars. We got margarita mix in there for you. Oh shit! So we have no tequila. No, the we, you got a, a margarita in there. The can. <laughs> the look in her eyes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so guys. back to this, right? Okay, taboo. Uh, no information on these skinwalkers. Yeah. Uh, this is all taken very seriously by Navajo, right? So serious that in 1873, the army had killed hundreds of Navajo members, right, in the conflict and forced the tribe to relocate to an area of land so barren and lacking in basic resources for survival, right? Not fully understanding why this was happening to them, the Navajo reasoned that their gods were actually displeased with them and had abandoned them due to the tribe being filled with witches, right? So witches were a very uh, possible threat in their belief system. Right. So what they did in order to restore balance was they took more than 40 members believed to be witches and sacrificed them. One one of them was so gruesomely sacrificed that he was split open and all his entrails and innards were removed and in their place stuffed with witch wards. Yeah. What the fuck is a witch ward? Uh, to ward them away. I yeah. know, but like, is wh- what is it though? Is it like dolls? Is it like sticks? No, what well is it? it it's, <laughs> it's a combination of things of like, I guess what they're trying to wear off. It would be herbs. Yeah, herbs or uh, 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 trinkets, yeah. stones. Uh, Pine cones. <laughs> so they could make a soup of him. Sacred, oh God. <laughs> sacred dirt. Uh, I want to say probably... Some other older findings. I'm sorry. Well, I didn't know what that was, and I'm pretty sure if there's somebody else listening, I'm the I'm the person that's not afraid to ask some really stupid fucking questions. (laughs) No, it's it's not a dumb question. I'm just saying, like, one one could possibly not know what they had that they were using at the time, you know, because you know the resources that they had at the time, um, you know. What were they willing to sacrifice if they already had reached that point to put in there as wards mm-hmm. and so bindings? When you're s- when you j- when you first said it, I literally like imagined that there was like their own Salem witch hunt. Essentially, essentially, and uh, that's but that's the strange thing that you're going to see with this area is there is a lot of trends, right? But not because they were s- like scared of the witches. I think it was more that they were afraid that they've let them populate as much because they always kept some. But mm-hmm. I think they felt that they had just let them overrun, and they they were dis- they had displeased, you know, the right? Spirit and and, and it's and it said that they they needed to restore balance, right? So it, it could have been to to just bring everything back into place, right? Okay. So it's believed that skinwalkers will not bother anyone outside the southwestern tribes, but this not this might not be the entire truth, right? In 1983, a non-native family was traveling through a reservation when they began to get the sense that they were being followed. At the next bend in the road uh, that they rounded, the family noticed a sense of time slowing, right? They just felt like everything had just slowed down. And it's at this moment when suddenly a giant humanoid creature with glowing yellow eyes 
and covered in black fur, jumped out of from a nearby ditch, screamed at the family, and then ran off into the night. Oh, hell no. So, my first thought was Sasquatch. Oh, no, I was thinking more <laughs> of, like, somebody's on meth and, like, in a <laughs> in a crazy suit or something. So, he just came out and... <laughs> yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I thought. Uh, this like is you on extreme carb diet, non-carb <laughs> diet. That's you? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> just... <laughs> I found a furry suit and I tried meth <laughs> and I scared some people. <laughs> and I'm hungry. Yeah. It's like I really want breadsticks right now, but okay. <laughs> God, way to take the the fear out of this story. I'm take sorry. me little Caesars. <laughs> it was scary until I thought of like it was just some fucking meth head. <laughs> well, there's still more to this story. And this is this is actually my favorite part of this in particular okay, story, right? <laughs> God. But uh, you know what? That that's a very good point that she's actually made because you know she said meth and nowadays we like to immediately default that to oh that guy must be on crack, that guy must be on meth, he must be on something, some yeah, kind of psychotropic. Yeah. It's only I'm only defaulting to this because I listened to a podcast about a crazy dude earlier. No, no, but I'm saying it's a, it's a good example. Meth. But because at this time, what were the actual drugs Shit. that were out there i don't know but i do know that unfortunately at this time uh meth is a very very terrible curse in a lot of tribes yep. really yes actually it ver- it well, is it's a well it, it started off as alcohol let's <laughs> just yeah that's true start well now that i off. feel like a dick but there, yes uh there is a documentary out there that it's talks about killing uh, the nation. yeah it is it is terrible uh Wow. The 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 damage that well a lot of these narcotics are doing to oh, the native youths and stuff like that. But uh, no, I mean you're not joking about them. You're just joking about some homeless about dude. Some yeah. furry. But anywho, let's get back <laughs> to the scary part. Yeah. So uh, <clears throat> the family arrived home, scared, startled, but ready to put this behind them. But a few days later, one night, the family was awoken by what sounded like beating drums. They got up to investigate and noticed three dark creatures standing outside their fence line. Oh, hell no. Right, they were just standing there. When those creatures noticed that they had been watching them, they began to start to try to climb over the fence. But for some reason, they weren't able to, right? So the creatures sat down and began to chant. And... Uh, there were no descriptions on what was being chanted, right? But they knew something was being chanted. Maybe it was in like a native language or something. Why'd you look behind you? Like because <laughs> I wanted to look outside. Because I'm getting creeped out. She wanted to look at the camera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, again, they they couldn't tell what was being chanted. Maybe it was like in a native native language or something. Maybe it was a skinwalker. I don't know, right? But uh, they chanted, and this happened for a while, and then. Just as if they were never there, they disappeared. Huh. Pretty strange. Yeah, I like that. That's that's creepy. I don't like that. Why? That was awesome. <laughs> or yeah, it's awesome if it's happening to somebody else. <laughs> and is this the same couple that was uh was buggered on on that road? Or is yes, this, yes. Okay. yeah. I I just want to say that they might have done something offensive, like dump something out or mm, do something that's, that's to interesting. Land because. I, like I said, you can't attack anybody, so it's said, but if you desecrate 
whatever area yeah, you're coming yeah. across. And you know, that's funny that you say that. Holy fuck, that is a very interesting perspective on this inter- in particular story or this particular story, because uh, later on we're gonna learn that on Skinwalker Ranch, two of the one of the two things that Jesse actually just mentioned right now is uh, how you stir up activity. You either one introduce a new stranger to the land, right, or two you disturb the land. Right. So when like uh, when uh, George Knapp had actually arrived to Skinwalker Ranch, the first thing they did was they fucking took a bulldozer out there and started just plowing the land and stuff. Yeah. Without offering any kind of respect to the land. So this isn't like they need to do like some major changes, not like I'm going to dig a hole here. Well, no. We'll see. And and again, we're going to get into this later uh, because there is uh, in every contract that is written up. To whoever owns the land, mm-hmm. it's said that uh, you're they not allowed ha- to dig. You're not allowed to dig. Oh fuck! Right, and no description is ever given on why you should not dig. It just says, "Don't dig." Yeah, just or don't give dig. them or ask them if, where you're yeah. gonna dig or whatever. Yeah, and Which the the only description that we do have though is uh, from uh, oh my god the Myers uh, the the owner before he said uh, and I think quoting. Like, bad things happen if you dig in the wrong place. I, I want to say that somewhere along the line, one of the owners had to go get somebody from a tribe, and they told him, you have to pay respects to the land before you start. Possibly, yeah. You know, you know mm-hmm. and, and, it, and it is funny because uh, actually on Skinwalker Ranch, we're going to get into this. And this is why I'm saying there is so much to unpack. But uh, actually somewhere located around Skinwalker Ranch is an actual burial mound. So just to add to the <laughs> ambiance of Skinwalker Ranch, there is a lot to go through, right? So back to the back to the research, right? Back to our story. Sorry. So, like we mentioned earlier, it's sad, right, that our good friend Sasquatch gets always mixed up in these stories. Our peaceful friend. No, don't roll your eyes. <laughs> don't roll your eyes. Fucking Sasquatch is everywhere. He's in Hawaii. He He's is over here everywhere. At Skinwalker Ranch. <laughs> to quote uh, Nolan's Dark Knight, he is the silent protector. <laughs> exactly. Our Dark Knight. <laughs> I like He's that. just moving around trying to fucking find and a chill place. Essentially, like that's all I could think of was like the no- the ending to <laughs> to Nolan's Batman, where he's just like running through and he's getting chased on all my poor bigfoot fella yeah man so he's always getting confused with these hostile cryptids in the area but no man he's he just wants to play fucking hide and seek with you he's the <laughs> hide and seek king man but uh yeah but he's all i haven't been i haven't showed up lately i will be back 2021 2020 <laughs> yeah, no shit. No, oh my you. god he is gonna be the savior of 2021 <laughs> that i'm i'm calling that now He's going to come back, and he's going to restore balance. <laughs> I bought pretzels. <laughs> <laughs> he's all COVID vaccine pretzels. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this area does have its fair share of sightings of Bigfoot, though. And uh, I love it because, like we said, uh, he shows up everywhere. I mean, Bigfoot has his big toe in every facet of uh <laughs> of paranormal and uh high strange was big toe part of your notes no it was not <laughs> that was what uh, we like to call in the biz improvisation improvisation i need to fucking go to an improv class <laughs> yes ma'am if you want to get your uh, ghost tour game up <laughs> yeah jen you, you need to 
Zip, zap, zap. That's what you got to do. Anyways. So, uh, but interestingly enough, there is another cryptid that lives within this area. Uh, It's said that a giant water serpent also inhabits a local man-made gulch named Bottle Hollow. It was shortly after this uh, lake was filled with water that local youths began to circulate stories of a serpent living in the lake. Eyewitness accounts also tell of a strange creature kind of coming up from the lake, looking around, and then just disappearing beneath the water. Like a Nessie? It's, I guess if you want to be crude about it, yeah, it's a Nessie. I yeah, guess. I guess it would be a Nessie, but they never describe like a, a form to it. It's just a giant serpent. They always so just call just it a giant a serpent. Giant anaconda. Yeah, don't don't <laughs> take it back to fucking Cardi B. <laughs> I thought. Anyways, sorry. Anyways. <laughs> yes, I know it's there's an original song on it, but I'm just thinking Cardi B because thickness and the story is thick and the whack. The wop. The wop. Wow. The wow. Anyways. Discouraged. That's been fucking put upon the world lately. Any hoosers, tell me if you think it's wap or wop. Okay, continue. (laughs) Do not start commenting about wop on the site. So, oh my God. (laughs) You will anger the the gods. That's funny. Oh, my God. Uh, So to further kind of enforce this story, there is an actual story with an encounter with this serpent, right? So there's one story that tells of a couple and their friends visiting the lake one day. A couple, the the actual couple decides to go out for a swim while the people, you know, a couple of friends and some other people remain on the shore, on the banks, whatever you want to call it. Suddenly, the woman screams out, saying that something is trying to pull her under. And then suddenly she disappears, right? The guy that she was with dives in after her and claims that he wrestled around with a giant creature before actually freeing her. Now, it's unfortunate and sad that she drowns before he can get her to shore, right? So, of course, an investigation is actually led on this, and all the other people on the beach or banks, shore, whatever you want to call it, corroborate with this story so they actually kind of say like yeah something grabbed her and took her under so it's very interesting yeah <laughs> it, i'm just thinking like were there alligators or something there? no so it's a, it's a it's man-made and yeah, i think geogra- geographically i think that's i don't know what a gulch is so <laughs> i'm just gonna throw that out there so so, uh, to well, give you a little bit of history on this gulch, it's called Bottle Hollow, right? Because it was just a giant hole that was digged back in the day. Well, like kind of like day. a quarry, I guess, yeah. right? Like an Encino man when they made their own pool. <laughs> Basically, right? <laughs> but uh, it aptly gets its name. <laughs> but, God. but bigger. <laughs> it's not It's yeah. not a tiny pool. <laughs> yeah, it's not a <laughs> tiny like pool. It's like a quarry that gets emptied out and then it fills up with water yeah. after industry. I just want to like point out for our listeners that I was... I'm a college graduate. I was always in GT classes. <laughs> I took dual credit classes. I'm not really that stupid. <laughs> Serving their purpose. <laughs> so, again, to give a little history about this, it was a man-made hole that was dug uh, due to, you know, local travelers, or not local travelers, but locals and travelers throwing empty beer and liquor bottles in there. Uh, that's how it actually got its name, Bottle Hollow. Okay. So, uh, yes, it's man-made and no alligators in it. Okay, good to know. Thanks. 
So it wasn't until the 60s did we see an increase in sightings. The first big sighting happened when 30 students and their teacher witnessed the cigar-shaped object flying over them and then on the ground 50 feet away from them. Oh, shit. Yeah. And it's this story that actually intrigued a local high school science teacher to begin recording and documenting the accounts from around the area. His name was Joseph Jr. Hicks. For six years, this man had collected accounts after account after account, eventually ending up with more than 400 stories by 1973. Wow. I just want to throw that on my research. I actually read that at some point the highway patrol and authorities stopped taking in accounts of of weird shit they were just oh, like yeah. it's that it's too much that sounds like bullshit like come on guys do y'all's job well no can we'll you see. imagine getting like five calls yeah. every yeah. day for like a month hire yeah. an intern so well no i mean w- again we're going to get into this in the next there's, episode it's there's no computers this is all handwritten reports yeah. that guys have to s- men have to sit down and write yeah when they're you know, <laughs> roughnecks. They're like, I'm not writing this report, this ridiculous report about a cigar floating around. <laughs> they should have just found a fucking nerd like me that would do it for free. Like, oh what? yeah, yeah. Uh, and and it's true uh, because, like, it's it's said in the it, and I'll mention this in the next episode that you can't go anywhere within uh, the small town that's in, located near this. Uh, I can't remember what it's called, but you can't like. You can't throw a rock in any direction, not hit somebody that hasn't had a first-hand account. Yeah, that has a story. Oh, that has amazing. a story. It There's so many, right? And this is actually what is so hard for debunkers and disprovers to, to uh, uh, argue against is because, yeah, a few accounts, they can chalk up to, to coincidence, right, and circumstance. But hundreds is just, it, like, there is something happening there. Yeah, they technically say if you go to that area you're gonna see something yeah really yeah so it, it's it's really interesting that you know a, a site like area 51 or roswell or any like that get the media attention that they do and yes now skinwalker ranch is probably as synonymous as those areas but before i, I don't i don't think it has the exact same notoriety as like area 51 and like uh, yeah, that. That's i think it's at at best like a D celebrity. <laughs> I'm, I'm not to say that it shouldn't be A. I'm just saying essentially it's being treated as a D celebrity. Oh, just yeah. Yeah. Because I think. Who's you know, a D celebrity? Gary Busey, but he belongs in the A. Well, I mean, like. I he, thought he, he was, was an A celebrity. What are you talking about? Are you about? fucking crazy? He's crazy now. <laughs> yeah, I but he, he used to be an A, and I guess now you would consider him like, yeah. a, like a D lister. Oh. Like Kathy sad. Griffin. He did Gingerbread Man. I just don't know let that, that sink in. It's a killer gingerbread. I have it, you have it on there, but I haven't yeah. seen it. It's it's kind of <laughs> like the 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 what is it the one with Chong's in? Oh, like the, the evil bong. Yeah, <laughs> it's in that territory. I'm I'm glad that gave you a little chuckle. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, with the stories collected, uh, Hicks decided to attend a local talk involving life on Mars, and uh, this is where he comes into contact with Dr. Frank Salisbury. Right. He tells Salisbury about he sounds his. Sounds delicious. Yes. That's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. Oh, God. <laughs> Dr. Frank Salisbury, anyways. Delicious. God, delicious. <laughs> oh, God. See, this is how strange all of this is. <laughs> Sorry. 
He tells Salisbury about what he's been collecting and the events surrounding the basin. This discuss uh, they discuss a collaboration on documenting the events, and two years later, this all culminates into a book named "The Utah UFO Display," and this is pretty much like the quintessential book that you need to read in order to begin to understand what's going on there. I right, I, I don't think it's UFOs or alien activity, but really, I don't. Okay, but what do you? What, what do you mean? Interdimensional or what? I don't want to say interdimensional, but like essentially, like, you know, you have all these fucking firebird stories, uh, you know. I thought it was Thunderbird. Yeah, sorry. My bird. My bad. Thunderbird. My bird. My bird <laughs> <laughs> is the word, of course. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, you say cigar, cigar shaped, you know, like what else? Can they add up to it other than orbs, fire? Sounds pretty primal to me when you're mm-hmm. not given like an actual sophisticated design of someone that manufactures it like mm-hmm. scientifically. Like, like oh, it's got this shape. It's aerodynamic. You know, Why is the cigar not aerodynamic? Well, because if you have to describe <laughs> it as a cigar shape aside, like, you know, like given like, yeah, you know, it had like a weird shape. It looked like this. Look like a cigar. There's a lot of things can look like a cigar. Poop. <laughs> a candy bar. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a I could pee-pee. give. Yeah, I could put all those things sequentially in the phallic. air for you, <laughs> and tell you what it looked like. But if you can't give me like, oh, it had a shaft, you know. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, you know, like. <laughs> Please stop saying shaft. <laughs> stuff like that, you know, like. Oh, don't worry. In the next episode, rectum is gonna be used oh, yeah. a lot. You know, like I, I feel like. It's very vague where they say orbs of light. Yeah. Uh, I know we haven't jumped into it yet. You know, uh, tunnels of darkness or light, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not anything where you can go, yeah, I saw it. It, You know, it looked like this. It's a UFO. Well, see, and and that's a a lot of uh, the discussion that happens with these encounters. Because a lot of people say... That these encounters are very personal, right? Like this is very personal and uh, unique to the individual, and their their experience with it. It's like these things come out, show themselves, and basically like just say hi, I'm here, and then just take off, oh. right? Like y- there's no way that you can prove this. They're like little teases. D- yeah, essentially, which lends to the idea is that either they are controlled or being controlled by something, oh. right? Or if you want to go back into the whole uh, Indian land thing, whenever you experience a haunting or a spirit journey, you are it, the journey or the haunting is specific to the person and what they have right, inside of right. them. So if you're scared of, I don't know, crabs, that's what you're going to see. <laughs> um, if you're very fond of your mother, that's going to be the person that guides you through your journey you if it was like if you were fond of your dog that's what's gonna pop up God damn man so army hammers teeth are gonna be fucking haunting me then yeah that's what i'm saying you know <laughs> whatever it is you know ben shapiro is gonna be scared of wap <laughs> if he if he goes into skinwalker ranch he's gonna be like where's all this wap at it's haunting me you know oh my god Anyways. have you ever really seen army hammers teeth they're like uh-uh. perfect yeah. and it's scary he got that bag, so what? You know, 
Like when he could fix his teeth. You didn't see Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez talking about that? No. About, about fixing her teeth. Wh- what? Anyways. You can get some good veneers <laughs> put in. If we hit it big, guys, I'm not going <laughs> to buy a car or anything. I'm going to get some good old chompers. <laughs> I'm going to buy a car. <laughs> My check engine light's on. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> some chompy chomps. So, according to Hicks, it's in 66 and 67 the the most uh, activity was recorded from. Uh, among the first documented witnesses was Dean Powell, who was delivering mail on uh, one morning in June, when approximately at 10 a.m. he witnessed a perfectly silent craft hovering in front of a hill. Right? Another of the earliest sightings, and this one has to be one of my favorite, right? Like, these are some of my favorite sightings. Uh, involved a woman named Donna Massey. She claims to have witnessed the strange red, red light. She watched get closer. As it got closer, she started to realize that it was a lot bigger than she uh, originally perceived. She described it as being as big as a house and round in shape, letting out a red horizontal beam. It's around this time that a local Mormon bishop, Garth Batty, arrived and joined Donna in watching it. But like anyone... They wanted to get a closer look. So they hopped in Garth's car and started to approach it, right? It's a natural curiosity. I would, too. Yeah, I would, would too. Right? So uh, when they approached it and they got close enough, the the craft just shot up horizontally and just disappeared. Like, it shot up so fast, they said that it's almost as if it just disappeared. It was just gone. That was it. All these accounts, are they when this family's already taken control of the ranch no, or you're talking no. about pre to them still yeah pre okay awesome and and this is why i say that this is probably going to be a two-parter because there is a lot to cover even before the sherman ranch i didn't do any pre the family i mm-hmm. got a bunch of sauce oh yeah from the family yeah yeah and uh and like i said it's gonna be like trends because you'll have the early accounts right during the the 1800s then you have your later accounts in the early 60s and 50s and stuff like that and then you get your accounts in the 90s of all these things happening uh so again the craft just disappears just flies up into the sky so fast that it disappears uh but this wasn't the only thing right like a lot of the other locals this isn't the last time that they ever see their craft right there's multiple accounts from people witnessing the same things over and over sometimes uh donna witnessed her craft the next time she said that it was emitting a yellow light so bright that it felt as if she could actually hold it in her hands and this time she says that she actually witnesses figures inside the craft moving around and i guess would would be the cockpit so uh it's after this sighting, this one right here, that the stories just begin to flow into Hicks, right? He just starts getting story after story at this point. And about a week later, a Kent Denver and Chuck Thompson saw a strange ball of flyer f- fire flying across the sky for about half an hour, just zipping back and forth. <laughs> just just there, right? Uh yeah, it's just, it's strange. I have a question. Yeah. Is this all at night or is there any daytime No, sightings? there's daytimes. <laughs> uh, I heard th- this happens at whatever time. Oh, yeah. 
No, yeah, there's there's plenty of uh, examples and and uh, stories of daytime activity being seen. I, if I can remember correctly, there's one of a uh, local police sheriff or or cop. I can't remember what he was. I think it was a, like a like a state trooper. Something if that's like the that. one that you're talking. So about. Uh, is it the one where him and his family are actually having a picnic in in yeah. their front yard? Right, they're just there drinking coffee and and soft drinks. And they witness a uh, cylindrical craft, right? As if two pans were put on top of each other. And this is, I guess, this would be like considered the traditional uh, uh, spaceship, right? Or, or UFO. At the time right? that was yeah. there. And actually, they're called uh, sombreros, right? This is the way they refer to them as the technical term for them. Uh, actually, in uh, MUFON, right? They're sombreros. Okay. It's kind of racist, but I guess. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just funny how, like, <laughs> they all seem to change <laughs> with, I guess, periodically <laughs> on how they look. That scared me. <laughs> but anywho, I got a, speaking of MUFON, I got an email from them. I guess they do like a monthly update of the sightings. <laughs> really? And there was quite a few. I should go Ooh. find that email because I deleted it. You know, uh, in one of my favorite podcasts, uh, he is actually a MUFON investigator. And one of the questions that they are supposed to ask you is, uh, did the sighting kill you? And if you say no, then they have to come back like three days later. Why? Have no idea. Okay. Yeah. So you should become a move on investigator and actually uh I would <laughs> tell probably us. be the worst investigator because I'd just show up drunk. Just like <laughs> the worst tour guide. <laughs> mm. I think I would take it too seriously and I would show up like fucking Fox Men Mulder. in black. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I need to pause. I need to pee. Are we pausing? No? No recording. Okay. Oh. There, there we go. go. All right. Back from that BB break. Bladder <laughs> yeah. break. Yeah. Anywho's. So where were we? It was actually oh. an, it was about an hour. Sorry guys. Because <laughs> <laughs> of <a> time lapse. <laughs> That white claw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, and it's funny that you actually say that because that is kind of a perfect segue into the next story or one of the other stories uh, that I have here. Okay. <clears throat> because there is also a possible human abduction that exists in this area, oh. right? So two women are traveling one night near the reservation, claim to have seen a craft traveling with them. Then suddenly the women were at their destination. With no recollection of how they got there, what happened, the only thing that they remember last was seeing the craft, right? So just time missing. And it's an interesting point to make that uh, Junior Hicks, he actually, from a lot of his uh, collecting of the stories, he actually puts together like the math on how long a lot of these encounters last and how a lot of them actually have the same kind of uh, thing that happens, right? Where people are losing time, even though sometimes they're only witnessing this thing for like 30 minutes or something like that. But I guess the, he he rules out like any possible abduction, right? So it's, it's strange, right? Like this whole place is high strangeness. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though he has 400 accounts, he only claims that 80 of them are, are like truly credible or well, that he cannot discredit basically yeah that he can't disprove right because a lot of them can be disproved mm-hmm. with uh some flares 
right? Like from the army, uh, maybe even some. Or just cross referencing doesn't mean it didn't happen, but there's an explanation <coughs> to explain it away. Yeah, or a possibility. Yeah, right. It could be like weather balloons, which is, <laughs> I guess, yeah. <laughs> I don't. The the weather balloon thing is like something that I'm just like, it's like saying like, yeah, it was a traffic light. <laughs> yeah, no shit, right? <laughs> Uh, also, I'd like to go back and touch, uh, you know, you're talking about you want to get some new dentures and Chen wants to... Dentures? I was talking about veneers, sir. They veneers. don't come off. <laughs> There's a difference. There's oh, a I'm lounge. sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if we actually make it big, I'm going to throw a proposition out there to buy Skinwalker Ranch. So, fuck y'all. <laughs> you Just can do that. <laughs> on, no family gatherings there. Yeah. And so if what? I do, <laughs> I'm finding some kind of no shaman to go with me. <laughs> Be like, I have some beer. Tell me if I can Come crack on, it open man. right now. <laughs> that would be the perfect Christmas or Halloween. Oh, my God. A Halloween on Skinwalker Not, Ranch. You know what? I, when I first started doing it, it did sound way cool. But then the deeper I got into it, I was just like, for my own personal sanity, I was like, no, I don't I don't think I could do this. Do they do tours there or anything? No, no, they don't. Yeah, they don't even let you go both in. Both of y'all. Yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> they, they literally don't let you even like. Yeah, and there's the there's place. plenty of of actual accounts when the Shermans actually own it, of people like trying to break into the ranch, even uh like stealing fucking no trespassing signs oh, and stuff like that. Yeah, like, like this place. People is <laughs> are curious, but like in no way, shape, or form, where they're like, "Come on over at the B and B." No. <laughs> They're just like, no, you stay the hell away from here. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, because a lot of, again, a lot of people don't know what's going on here. Uh, a lot of the earlier owners of the ranch claim to hear rumblings of the, under the ground, right? That like strange rumblings. Actually, what they describe it as heavy machinery. That's well, so going completely underground, like mining, tunneling, yeah. just <laughs> big industrial machines. And I'm not talking about like, what we would discuss in other episodes where there's a marching band going through your house. This is a big goddamn machine underground mm. where you hear it in your house <laughs> and then go outside to your front lawn, walk out there, and you can hear it humming underground and potentially feel it a little bit. Yeah. But uh, one, one I think, news station actually described it as just like, yeah, it's... The local or the nearby fault, it's just rocks kind of rubbing against each other. It's plates kind of moving and stuff. But tectonic plates. Tectonic plates, yeah. <laughs> that's a fucking earthquake, and that's yeah. scary. <laughs> I just want to say, if you were downplaying an earthquake to whoever's been an actual earthquake, it's I not like a... Gonna I, I think it was ready. Dennis Quaid who was saying that. I think <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Just the day is. after tomorrow. <laughs> But it anyways. was uh, Tommy Lee Jones and Volcano. <laughs> I love that movie. That's so awesome. Or Dante's Peak, Pierce oh Brosnan. Yeah. Yeah. I would rather have Pierce Brosnan save me than... I think uh, Volcano is better than Dante's what? Peak. Oh, my God. Just Dante's because Peak of was awesome. Wait, which one's the one where the dude jumps from the subway track and his feet That's melt? Dante's oh, Peak. Yeah, that's Dante's okay, Peak. Okay, all right. Yeah. It's tight. It's tight for me. My you bad. don't even understand like how scarred I am from oh, Dante's Peak. Oh, no, no, no. The, the guy jumping... That is uh, actual, uh, oh my God, he's one of my favorite actors. He's like a dude that you don't know who he is until he's, he's, he's you been say in like, like various movies. Yes, yeah. uh, he was like the cop killer or the, the killer cop in Gothica. He came out in uh, oh, The Walking Dead uh -huh. as uh, Carol something, something Carol. Oh my God, 
But like I said, he's one of those guys where it's like, oh, yeah, he played that guy. And you're like, oh, yeah, I love that guy. You know? We actually yeah. had that conversation because we were watching. About how I was no, scarred? No, the voice that you're like, who does that voice? Oh, oh, Nightmare Before Christmas. There you go. The the scientist and he's all Sally. He, he does the old dude <laughs> that uh, tells from the dark side. Oh, okay. Uh, the, yeah. the one with the cat. He's in the wheelchair. Essentially the same oh, character. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or or even like Mad Eye Moody, the guy who plays him, uh, oh. Domho. Uh, I don't know his name. But yeah, you would you realize like because he also came out in Twenty Eight Days Later as the dad that that uh, dies or turns in. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you're just like, oh yeah, I love that, that guy, guy, man. Yeah. That guy, he's fucking awesome. I just want to like say this is completely unrelated. Okay, so we're talking about Dante's Peak, how it scarred me. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that movie Twister? Yes. That movie. Fucked me it's up. Bill Paxton, Twister. Right? How did that? F- because this was when <laughs> my parents would leave us at home, and we used to live at like this really <laughs> big house. And no, no, no. We had like a mailbox slot, and like I would literally look outside the mailbox to see slot. if you could see it moving. Or no, to to look outside to see like the conditions of the sky and be like. Are they dark? <laughs> Are we gonna get a twister oh today? Oh my god! <laughs> I'm not joking. We're learning so much about you, but you never bother to learn the particip- the precipitation of shit. Whenever I'm like, yeah, it's gonna rain. Look at it bouncing up and down. You're like, I don't know. Let alone here, you fear tornadoes in San Antonio. In San Antonio. In San Antonio. <laughs> it's like me fearing hot lava magma. Yeah, in Mag- San Antonio. Ma- Anyways, I'm sorry. This uh, oh, second God. one has hit me. This blind lemon from Deep yeah. Ellen It's gluten-free and 100 calories. Yeah, But we won't advertise it until you give us some kind of sponsorship. Yeah. Or, uh, <laughs> exactly. I think they're in Dallas. So, oh. hey, guys. What's up, dude? I think I've been, to, I've been over Deep there. Deep FM Brewery. Doc, uh, Deep Ellum. Oh, my bad. I'm looking at that thing. They're, that <laughs> cursive is terrible. <laughs> How are they going to sponsor us? <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Cut it. <laughs> okay. So I got one one last one before we exit this. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry for And I think us so I you track. know, I think we got I got I gotta admit, we did pretty good with a structured episode because <laughs> we're right about an hour right now. <laughs> and I think that's perfect for our listeners, right? Talking it's a about nice my deep seated fears. Yeah, of tornadoes. <laughs> um, I'm just very anxious to get these family accounts. Oh, yes, my friend. Next episode, we are going to go balls deep. Just all in that WAP. Just the, just the little whap, whap. Uh, <laughs> teaser. There's giant wolves. There's portals in the fucking sky. Yes. Uh, oh, there's God. shadow people. There is a predator. Yes. And I mean, like, I mean, literally a, <laughs> a predator. A predator. I, I would not <laughs> be surprised if the person that wrote... <laughs> Predator <laughs> took it from this. I was like, yeah. I'm and it scared a fucking hippie. Oh, poor dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, word per word, it's a fucking predator. Shit, you not. No, shit wait, you until, not. wait until next episode. Yeah, oh, it, God, I love this. Like, I love this. <laughs> fucking Danny Glover <laughs> had to be there <laughs> for that shit. No, oh. that's when I lost respect for the Predator. I'm sorry. What? If Danny Glover can take down a Predator, then anybody could take down a Predator. What? Uh. He's a, he's like a street he's a street smart no, no, cop. No, no, no. He's he's a I'm getting too old for this shit. That's <laughs> nah, a street smart cop, man. Come on. No. So, this is where I'm going with this, right? We can have Dutch 
take down a predator. I'm sorry, guys. We're getting off topic. But I, I stand for This is the hill that I'm dying on. If we have Dutch, a commando, right, rescue team, take down a predator and have fucking trouble. You, you had six of the best motherfuckers on the planet who all died at the hands of a predator. And then you have one fucking Danny Glover take down a predator. Yeah, no. No, not happening. It's it's like if you're telling me that, okay, predators are what? A He's hunter, a predator. right? Yeah. He hunts. He hides. <laughs> He's in a predator. The fucking, you know, wilderness, whatever. His he's he's an outdoorsy guy. <laughs> Let's put it that way. He likes to camp. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he has the Coleman. Exactly. <laughs> He has the camel cap and the camel <laughs> Oh, shirt. God. He has the tree life shirt and yes. shit. <laughs> and you put him in a concrete jungle with Bill Paxson. Yes. Yes. Of course. And uh, uh, Ruben. Uh, Styles. Ruben Navajas. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Uh, Maria Cochito Alonso. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, Danny Glover <laughs> against a triad of. Jamaican drug dealers, <laughs> and I oh believe God. it was Puerto Rican drug dealers. And you mean to tell know. me that this predator stands a chance in here in the concrete jungle? Come on, man! No, just, no, no. He just, he just got off the boat and he's going into the city just like he don't know. No, Better act no. like you know somebody. He, he no, he would. He wouldn't stand a chance at Gary Busey. Period. Like you know, Gary what? Busey that's was their Gar- best hope. That's why Gary Busey died because he. He was just like, I got this. I got all this technology. I'm going to lead him into this meat plant. Get out of here. Just He falls off of a building <laughs> into an old lady's house. Are y'all talking about the second one? Yeah. Wow. This is where you're barely catching up? Well, I don't watch this movie like every day like Jesse. But I'm just going to say in the second one, there's this really great scene it's great ASMR when he's like in the restroom. The predator is in the restroom. Oh, and he's, and like, he's healing himself. Yeah, and yeah. like there's like these really nice like cracking that he does, and like, <laughs> I, like that's the only thing I remember from that movie. It's a very satisfying movie. scene for her. Yeah, yeah like I, well, you know, I gotta, I gotta actually say I have a uh, uh, same kind of interest in the whole healing process because he has his like healing kit right well, there, his med kit right there. I him. Okay. do not care about that. Going into that, it's just the sound that didn't heal him. <laughs> He literally cauterized the wound by grabbing the material in the wall, burning it, adding the literally like would be the <laughs> liquid band-aid to it and then patching it and yelling and waking up that poor Jewish woman. And up. you're telling me that Danny Glover can take him down we're after that. Yeah, so we're getting off way track. off topic. I'm sorry guys. I'm sorry. No more no more so, <laughs> yeah, But that was just a preface to the next episode, all right? Because there is a predator. We're on gonna the land. talk about predators. Yes. So one Not just more. predator. We got big, we got big wolf dogs. We got Bigfoot. We got uh, portals. We got shadow men. We got machinery yeah. underground. I feel like this is like a Rick and Morty <laughs> <Yeah>. episode. <laughs> Land disappearing out of nowhere. Fucking dogs exploding. Yep. Oh man, the next one is gonna be fucking off the hizzy. You know what? I think I just might buy tequila for that episode. <laughs> and yes, or- and orbs. <laughs> it's fun, and this is why I love this. It is I mean, so it's, much it's fun. Again, it's fun recanting about it. It's utterly terrifying. Oh yeah, to be thinking about <laughs> it. If this was, you know, what you were thrown into at the what around sixties or something. Uh, no, so the Gormans and or or the Shermans actually owned the ranch in the nineties. Nineties. Oh, yeah. even worse. <laughs> you had Pearl Jam just playing in the background. <laughs> well, not Melancholy. even. Melancholy. Like, that's like 
Never mind. I, I, we'll, we'll save it for the next episode on oh, how yeah. I feel yeah, the yeah. 90s were more terrifying than anything else. So just like you, uh, my mother didn't set up my exit. <laughs> right? <laughs> So here's my exit. She's this. We have the same mother. <laughs> <laughs> she's all. I will make sure to write an exit for you now, Miko. I know she's gonna email you now. <laughs> this is how you should end the show. Yeah, she emailed. She emailed it to me, and I was like, "That's great. I'm gonna use that." Well, apparently you're the favorite, and then you do. And up. that's fine. <laughs> then you do it up on yeah, the first try. <laughs> God. Typical. So. <laughs> one of the more common events that follow alongside UFO sightings, because it is very common, right? Normally, when this happens, a UFO sighting is always, always going to be following it, right? Of course, is uh, the more cliche thing, which is cattle mutilations. Mm. Numerous accounts of people coming across grisly mutilations of cattle around the area, describing holes being drilled into their skulls, limbs removed, Rib cages just being splayed open, right? Uh, and empty of their innards. And of course, the infamous rectal coring. What? So, yeah, uh, a lot of these accounts say that a core about 12 inches in diameter are almost like as if it's drilled and suctioned at the same time as they remove the rectal area. On the cows? On the cows, yes. What the fuck? <clears throat> yeah, strange. But uh, that's not just the... Str I mean, yeah, that's pretty strange, right? Removing the asshole and stuff. Yeah. But that I wouldn't say that that is the complete strangest thing, right? Because a lot of these, uh, uh, you know, areas never provide any evidence on what was going on, right? So there's never any blood. There's a never any sign of struggle. And there's... It's just a clean-cut corpse yeah. that's laid there. And it's just... it's And sometimes even almost displayed. And again, we're going to get into this in the next episode. It's almost left there like if if it was presented, right? Like if it was done on purpose uh, to show people like, hey, look at what I did, right? So, uh, but even stranger is, again, the Predators are said to never approach the body, right? Scavengers never want to get close to this body. They never go to eat anything. They like never go to anything like foxes, uh, coyotes, anything. Any of the scavengers in this area never approach the body. Well, uh, uh, I believe they're, uh, uh, what is it? What's the term? Insanguinated? Desanguinated? Or they're like yeah, they're uh -huh. they're literally you know all the fluids are kind of right, right, taken out of it, and th and that's essentially what it is. Is that this is just it's weird. How do you remove a five hundred pound animal's innards I know, without you're about like this? This thing's got four stomachs. Yeah, I mean you're talking about a huge animal and not being able to spill any blood anywhere. I mean it's just impossible. Uh, to, to achieve any of these things, right? Uh, Not anything that you could say scientifically could be explained. Right, right. So, if we're going the Sherlock Holmes way, I guess you could say <laughs> it's kind of supernatural, as I've been saying. Sherlock Holmes would never say it was supernatural. Uh, yeah, he would never say that, but I'm saying the most obvious answer. And microphone etiquette. Benedict Cumberbatch would never say that that was... <laughs> First off, <laughs> he's not Sherlock Holmes. 
<laughs> Robert Downey Jr. is Sherlock Holmes. You shut your mouth. <laughs> Don't you uh, wait, 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 bring we're, that praying don't mantis face guy Don't y'all ruin my exit, damn it. Oh, sorry. Exit. Exit plan. Let's go. <laughs> but this all pales, pales in comparison to what occurred to the cattle on the Gorman Ranch and what they witnessed. And that's where we're going to pick up next week with it's Skinwalker Ranch 2. It's a baby cow, by the way. <laughs> what? God, and it's pretty gruesome. Don't talk. What? You just ruined it. No, it's a baby cow. I said it's gruesome. How did I ruin no, it? No, that was my exit. That so was like the teaser. Yeah, it's a cow. Something happened to it. It's pretty <laughs> gruesome. They don't know. Well, there's multiple cows. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, there's a lot of cows, but I'm saying it's going to be a baby cow. It's going to be pretty. Why would you tell me that? Oh, yeah. There, I mean, there's. Mm, mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. But yes, that is where we're going to leave off. For the next episode, where we are going to be introducing uh, the Gormans slash Shermans. Uh, again, the Gormans is a pseudonym. Uh, Which is where all my <laughs> all my time went into. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's fine. I, I love doing this part of it because there is so much. And there is still so many accounts out there that I wasn't able to fit into here. These were some of the ones that I liked. Among a lot of the other articles that I had read, these seemed the most interesting. So, uh, yeah, I hope y'all enjoyed it. I hope y'all liked it because I love this shit. Well, I'm looking forward to next week's because I've never really like looked into Skinwalker Ranch. So I've liked learning the history. I oh, feel yeah. like this has been very comprehensive. Yeah. I, and again, I, I think uh, the whole Ute-Navajo conflict is very interesting and integral to the whole uh yeah the whole area like just because it's not only just the ranch it literally it's a uh, geographically it's like a big old it's the navajo nation it's just this big old chunk yeah and it's yeah i mean it's also said i mean i should have mentioned this more in the episode but if you're still with us thank you uh (laughs) it's also said that there's a ridge line that actually crosses along skinwalker ranch that is said to be the path of the skinwalker like oh, that's shit. where it travels and oh, stuff shit. yeah so yeah, it's it's that. great well all right guys this has been great yeah good job nice nice tidy episode nice and tight yeah except like for that whole wap. predators like exactly like a fucking wop <laughs> <laughs> we are going to argue this is it a wap or a wop Tell us what you think. <laughs> no, don't. Tell tell us. <laughs> Is it a what? Wait a minute. How are they going to tell us if they can't pronounce it by word? They're going to be texting it on computer. Hmm. We're still going to be stuck with, is it WAP or WAP? Tell me how to pronunciate it when you comment. <laughs> They're going to put uh, W-O-P, WAP. <laughs> <laughs> it's WAP. You're right. I am right. I'm always right. But anyways. Um. Okay. Did so mom write your exit too? No, actually, I was just going to repeat it. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, thanks, guys, for listening. My um, name is Jen. <laughs> <laughs> I like cats. <laughs> I don't like cats. I like dogs. But anyways, um, okay, guys, thank you for listening. Uh, you can find us on Podbean, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Uh, leave us a good rating. Uh, make sure that you share. Uh, also, um, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Our handle is paranormal.chat. 
And you can email us your stories or to be on the show at letschatparanormal at gmail.com. Um, anything you want to add? No, just pretty good. Just yeah. anxious for, for next week. Oh, yeah. Next week is going to be off the chain. And please, guys, share us. Help us grow. Help for our sure. little community grow. Oh, and also Halloween is coming up. Like, yeah. Tell us your fucking spooky stories. like Yes, please. And I feel like a lot of our listeners are kind of newer and they haven't um, heard Jesse's stories. So I think like we might reiterate a couple of them. Yeah, now that yeah, we yeah. Have yeah. On the backlog a little bit. Yeah, now that we have like now that Eric has bought like this way better sounding equipment and it's not just me and Jesse on the floor in the living room. <laughs> <laughs> Getting yeah, getting getting blasted. <laughs> <laughs> no, and we're also looking to expand. I mean, we're still getting blasted, but it, you know, we're doing it on fancy. a much we have smaller our level. Up every time we do it now, <laughs> and we are looking to expand. We, we're looking to get onto the YouTube on that YouTube. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like I've just been slacking. I know somebody that can do it. It's just like I don't have the the money to pay them at the moment because you know they are working people oh well you know i'm i'm getting a new job so it pays way more so i'm gonna be able to i'm gonna apply to pollo loco wow yeah wow wow no no (laughs) what no how dare you insult there's 39 different wows on that soundboard (laughs) one of them could have sounded like that never 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 tried them all out we'll stop (laughs) quitter <laughs> all right guys um well again thanks for listening if you have listened this far um give us some feedback on facebook or instagram whichever you prefer and uh have a good safe labor what's our holiday is it this yeah it's labor day, labor day. <laughs> Jesus yeah Christ. have a good labor day weekend just be careful Keep your gatherings too short and cover yeah. that face and wash your hands. Social distance. Keep your face masks on. Cover your noses with your face mask, please. Yeah, if you're sick, don't be around your family members. Yeah, and yeah. please don't try to eat your family members. It's Absolutely. not going to make you a skinwalker. Yeah, definitely don't do that. But okay, guys. All right, y'all have a good weekend. And if you do, tell me. No, don't tell us. All right, bye. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>